Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm continuing my talk with Scott Petty of Hayward. He's been with Hayward for 17 years in their pump division, and he's the pump guy for sure. He knows all about pool pumps, variable speed pumps, and so forth. And in this episode, we're going to talk more about some misconceptions on variable speed pumps themselves and touch a little bit on some of the misconceptions about the Department of Energy regulations. And I think you're going to learn a lot about variable speed pumps in this podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Um, let's go over some misconceptions real quick. You know, here in California, we already had the regulation in place for a long time. Never really was enforced by anyone in California, which is weird because you can still walk into your supplier and buy any motor, any pump. Um, I'm not sure how that even worked in California, but that's another story, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that means that the government's not going to come back in your backyard and give you a ticket for your single-speed pump. That's correct. It, 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 all the responsibilities on the manufacturer. Um, you know, it, 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 there's no DOE police going out checking a distributor, a dealer, or homeowner. Uh, you know, it, it's on the manufacturer, um, and and uh, it, it's because it's at a federal level. Um, it there's, I guess I'll say, easier enforcement because if it's made after that date, it doesn't matter. If it's if they're trying to sell it into the United States, um, it, it's it's not allowed, and and yeah. so the the DOE will. Um, respond accordingly to the manufacturer. And then here's one that I get a lot from service guys out there. The cost of the variable speed pump is extremely expensive in a lot of customers' eyes. You mentioned the other option with the, the power end that Hayward's making. The customers, I'm going to lose customers basically because of the new regulation because they're going to think I'm trying to overcharge them and this is going to really hurt my business. And we mentioned some of the things that Hayward is doing that kind of help the pool pro educate them and the customer but what do you say to something like that where, you know, the customer may cancel you? I mean, it's not unheard of that they're going to be upset with you for trying to charge them without even asking you questions that we have customers like that out there. Yes, I understood. It, it, it's anytime you have change like this, you know, there's going to be the, you know, the uncertainty of what happens and preparing for it. One of the, the, the things we do with our webinars, for instance, we, we actually title it, you know, understanding the opportunities related to this regulation. And, and the opportunity is, if you haven't been selling as many variable speed pumps, uh, now you can. And we think in most cases, once you explain to the homeowner that, you know, it saves money, it's quieter operation, you actually are going to sell more of these pumps and, you know, make more money. And, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of that. But there will be cases where the customer is just, you know, sticker shock and, and they may want to walk away. Um, again, one, I'll say, benefit of this regulation is that because it's federal, it's going to apply to all of us. So notwithstanding the inventory uh, that's got to be sold out, but uh, you know, pretty soon 
there's just not going to be any of those pumps available. So your competitor won't have it um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, I would also encourage, and we encourage that, you know, you, you explain to your customer, this is a new federal government regulation. It's very similar to like light bulbs. You know, when you walked into Home Depot and you couldn't find the light bulbs you've been buying for decades, and now they're these, you know, different looking CFLs or whatever they were. Uh, you know, it, it's just something that that has changed because of a requirement. But I wouldn't just stop there. You don't want to say, well, the government made me do it. I think you want to say, here's here's the regulation and here's the reason they did it, because they save money, they're, they're quieter, et cetera, et cetera. And I think if you sell the benefits much more often than not, you'll be successful. But you're going to have to prepare for those customers that will be, you know, I'll say understandably upset that you know they went in thinking one dollar amount and you told them a lot higher so you're going to have to be prepared for that so eventually the playing field is going to be level because people that have inventory of regular pumps are going to run out of it eventually so you you eventually i think over the course of a year or two you're not going to have that problem with customers because no one's going to have the pumps that except for the ones that qualify that's correct yeah i mean it kind of works itself out not not to minimize the you know the 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 what's going to happen in between there, but, but yeah. recognize that unlike, you know, where California had their own rules, but then, you know, we could just sell it to the state next door. Yeah. It, 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 and it, it all works out from a federal standpoint, at least in that aspect. So this is another one here that I often hear is that the variable speed pump does not circulate the pool water. Well, as you know, I've got, I've replaced some single speed pumps and the customer is like, Hey, my, it doesn't look like my water's moving and the surface doesn't look as clean. No, we all we know we all know that it's based on the the speed or RPMs as we call it, the controls that flow. But I get a lot of that, and so how do how do you answer that to a customer that's new to VS Pump? Why is the water not moving? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. So you know, um, uh, with the variable speed pump, one one analogy, you know, it's it's, it's like a, a, a having a light switch with a dimmer switch, or another one I, I probably stole from somebody. It's like having a car with a gas pedal. You know, single speed pump only went 100 miles an hour, uh, which sounds kind of fun, but isn't the most practical. With a variable speed pump, you dial it in what you need to do. So most of the time to keep a pump filtered and sanitized, you don't need a lot of flow. So, you know, you can you can run it at a lower speed, save money, save energy. But there are certain things you need to do um, to to you need more flow to run your heater, to run your cleaner if it's not robotic, um, um, to run water features. And skimming action, you know, if you get a lot of leaves and debris, at some point you want to kick the speed up so you can get a little bit better skimming option. But the the reality is you don't have to do that all day. You can do it for certain periods of time. So, you know, with a variable speed pump, you can program it to run at the energy saving lower speed for, you know, a couple hours a day or, you know, four or five, six hours a day, whatever you want to do. And then periodically bump it up to get your skimming action, to, to run your heater, to run your cleaner. So, you run the pump based off what you need to do instead of running it wide open all the time. Yeah, since we're talking about the speed, you know, my preferred way to set my VS pumps on my route in my own pool here is just two speeds. I have one, like my house, I'll use that as an example. I have a 14,000 gallon pool. So I have one speed running at 1800 for about 10 hours a day. And Mm -hmm. then I have a higher speed. So I don't have an automatic um, suction side cleaner in the pool. And so I just run my high speed at 2,400 RPMs for five hours. And for me, I think, you know, that's perfect. I save energy that way and I don't have any problems with water quality. Of course, that's based on gallons and size yes. of, the, you know, all those factors are there. But what would be your optimal speed for VS Pump? 
it, I'll give you the classic answer of it depends uh, based off a lot of part of the pun variables. You know, like you said, size of the pool, uh, what type of equipment you have. If you've got a, you know, if it's if you've got water features connected to it, or if it's a single body of water. Um, I mentioned before the skimming action. If you got a lot of leaves, but that's the great thing about these variable speed pumps. You really, literally, just dial it in to what you need. You go, oh, I'm not getting enough flow. Let me, let me bump it up a little bit more. At the end of the day, there's really nothing magic about 2,400 RPM or 2,800 RPM. You just pick the one that gives you the performance you need. But anything lower than maximum speed is going to save you energy. So we we basically recommend to you know dial it into what you need. That said, what I found in talking to customers all these years, typically two, maybe three, occasionally four speeds is really all you mm-hmm. need. A filter speed, maybe a medium speed for a cleaner if you have that. And then a higher speed for your circulate. I mean, I'm sorry for your uh, your skimming action and water features and things like that. Yeah, they keep it basic. I had one account where the guy had eight speeds running on, it and I went there. I'm like, what's going on here? You know? Exactly. Yeah. You can you can get carried away pretty quickly, and 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 you know, it would. I'm sure it would help you optimize your energy savings. But honestly, with two or three speeds, you can do a whole lot and and keep it simple. And the next thing that I hear a lot of, and this is maybe because the VS pump is not set correctly by the builder or by the technician, but I get a lot of this is where the customer is like, I don't see any difference in my electricity bill savings. This variable speed pump stuff is a gimmick. And we we talked about, of course, the energy savings based on how you set the pump. But what about those that are new to VS pumps and they maybe will hear that, you know, there's really no real energy savings? I, I would say in, in almost... In all cases, that was yeah. The programming was was not uh, set properly. You know, it was run at, at higher speed most of the day, if not all day. But but the the you know we didn't invent it. it it's 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 a property of physics. It, it's something they call the pump affinity law. Very fancy. But the the reality is, when you run a pump at a lower speed, you save a significant amount of of energy. So um, you just but it does come down to how you use it. So you need to run these pumps at lower speeds in order to, to save uh, money. So uh, if you get it and run it at maximum speed the whole time or close to maximum speed, you kind of defeated the purpose of, of, of getting it. So run it at lower speeds. You will notice, you know, the, 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 the water isn't churning around like it may have done before, but that's okay. You probably didn't need to do that to keep the pool clean. You really don't need a lot of flow to keep it sanitized and filtered. And I, we should mention that if you're running at a lower speed, if you just do the math, you know, let's say you're running a single speed at 3450 RPMs, which is the speed they run at, and you had your pool set for four hours. If you dial down to 1800, that means you have to run your pool for eight hours for the same flow. Is that kind of correct? That's correct. Um, the the um, Not to get all uh, nerdy on the equations, but with that example is, 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 yes, if you run a pump at half the speed, you're going to get half the flow. So you have to run it twice as long. But because of that pump affinity law, the, the, the physics, you get one eighth of the power consumption. So even though you're running it twice as long, you're only consuming one quarter of the energy savings, or in other words, you're saving 75%. So running a pump at half speed twice as long will save you approximately 75% in terms of energy. So it's that dramatic of, a, of an energy. We're not talking about, you know, five ten percent we're talking 70 80 percent of your energy consumption so i guess a good a good way to correlate that if you have a car that gives you your 
mileage, you know, displayed on the car based on how fast you're driving. Typically, if you're going 70 on the freeway and you drop down to 50, that miles per gallon will go up minor, maybe like two, you know, you're getting 20, now you're getting 22 miles per gallon at that speed. So what you're saying is with a variable speed pump, that's like going from 70 miles an hour down to 20, I would say. And then all that miles per gallon goes up to like 30 at that point. I don't know if that's the correct way of looking at it. Than that, I mean, if if you went, um, I'll I'll try to do the math easier in my head. If you went from 80 miles an hour um, and in in 20 miles per gallon, uh, if you cut that in half, you now are going 40 miles an hour. So it's going to take you twice as long to get to where you're going. Mm -hmm. But your, your, your miles per gallon actually is is four times better so it's like 80 miles per gallon i mean it, it's that substantial so yeah um, i think you said it, it better than i did <laughs> I, I have to look at all these numbers all the time but it, it's that dramatic you're, you're not just going from 20 to 22 miles per gallon you're going from 20 to 60 to 80 miles per gallon don't don't quote me on the numbers i'm doing yeah. it off my head but, but it's that substantial I'm just trying to correlate with something that people can get their head around because and let's say they've had a variable pump and see a, their electric bill. And I'll just emphasize this too. In California, we're on a tier system. And it was four tiers at one point, but then someone at Southern California Edison got smart and decided to go to three tiers, which mm-hmm. means energy costs even more now in California. So um, just to preface this, if you're um, running your electricity in middle of the month, you get to tier three, you're pretty much paying twice the kilowatt hour rate or more Exactly. Um, based on all the stuff you're running in your house, air conditioner, refrigerator, washer and dryer, mm-hmm. pool pump. And so I think the energy breakdown of the savings, you have to kind of look at the overall energy use of the household to kind of get how much money you're going to save with the pool pump. Because I've heard this before, and you're the pump guy. Um, the pool pump uses more electricity than the air conditioner. Usually it's number two in the house okay. after HVAC. But it, it's, it's one of those things where uh, you tend to use the pool more in the summer when you're running your air conditioning. So you may not recognize how much that pool pump costs you because it doesn't break it out. But, um, mm-hmm. but you raise a good point about uh, tiered electricity. Um, you know, that, that's becoming more common in, in other areas of the country. It's not just California. Um, so electricity costs aren't going to go down anytime soon. Uh, if anything, they're probably only going to go up. So, so uh, uh, you know, saving energy is important to, I'm sure a lot of people. But saving money is particularly important. And, yeah. and, and the more you pay for electricity, the more you save in energy, the more money you're going to save in your pocket. And to find the other parts in this podcast, simply go to the description of this podcast here. Or you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And on the banner, there is a podcast icon. Click on that and you can scroll down to the other two episodes in this series. And I think you're going to really enjoy the other episode where we talk about more specifically about the Hayward variable speed pumps. And in the first part, we covered the Department of Energy regulations in some pretty good detail for you there. So you definitely want to listen to all three parts as a series. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, 
If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.